T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Now, now, more Gresh and Fourier. On WEEI. And streaming on WEEI.com. Twelve oh three, Gresham Foyer here with you. Happy lunchtime hour. Andy Hart will be in in about twenty minutes on the Harbor One Hotline, and unfortunately, Foyer is going to have to look at the screen to my right with a third person on there, therefore oh, no. shrinking his screen time. Make my so head bigger. Hopefully, we can. Uh, well, that's what happens. working with me. I mean, good lord. Yeah. You know that you do have the, a big giant head. Oh, dude, I have a pumpkin head. I'm an eight. <laughs> and a, I'm like an eight and a quarter helmet. An eight and a quarter. Yeah. Normally at eight, people look at you funny. When you get to eight and an eighth, it's like what? I'm between eight and a quarter and eight and an eighth. So, would you rather have a million dollars or your old football helmet filled with nickels? Depends. <laughs> Can I get? Just because nickels. no, because the because the, the one thing you said about the helmet full of nickels, yeah. My first thought was like Cam, uh, what's his name? Cam Cleland. Yeah. Who do, who do I get to hit with it? <laughs> uh, no, because remember he was the one yeah. who got beat with well, nickels when he was a saint. Well, uh, have you ever heard that story? Quick sidebar: Have you heard that story? Oh, the the Cam Cleland. Do you deal? know what really happened? Uh, he did he mouth off or something? No, and then no. They hit well, him with it was it, a, it was rookie hazing. <laughs> Okay, and which you're not allowed to do. And this was next level. So uh, who is it? Turley? Jeff Turley? Uh, uh, Kyle right, Turley. Kyle Turley. So yeah. they are both get drafted by the Saints, and there's this old dorm. I don't know where the Saints used to practice, but each uh, each guy's door was open, right? So they, And it's a long hallway. And then each player, each rookie, had to run blindfolded. Oh, that's right. Blindfolded, and then, uh, and then uh, guys were just supposed to, like, hit them with pillows. Yeah. So some jerk... Put a bunch of coins in and nickels in a sock. Yeah, uh, in a sock or in a pillowcase. I'm not sure which mm-hmm. one it was. Like full metal jacket, whatever. And as they were running blindfolded, hit him right in the face. Hit him right in his orbital, like broke his orbital bone or something like that. And he didn't even say anything. But his dad jumped in and forced him because he couldn't see. But he still wasn't going to say anything. That's next level type of like uh, rookie hazing. I was just going to say that's also football PTSD. Don't say anything to jeopardize your job. Don't no, say anything. No, he didn't say anything. Day. Right. So sure enough, he's telling me this story and I'm like, you didn't say anything? He's like, yeah, but to your point, he's like, oh, you didn't want anybody like, you know, ripping them and like, yeah. you know, oh, you're a snitch, you're this, you're that. Snitches I was like, get stitches. I was like, you can't see one guy put coins in a sock or a pillowcase and hit you in the face when you were blindfolded. 
that was a jerk move. Like oh, next that's, level, next insane. level. I would have sued that guy. I would have like had his life or something like that. But yeah, so I know how we got on that. But uh, well, because yeah, you asked me if story. I want a million dollars or a helmet oh, yeah. full of nickels. Yeah. See how it went. By the so way, what would you choose? I'm still taking the million dollars. Because <laughs> you know why? I'm taking the helmet. Because that's the thing. I got to go take the helmet then to one of those coin things at Stop and Shop <laughs> or whatever, second. and they like, dump them all in there, and then wait an hour, go to do my shopping, and then, uh, sir, I only want to put my laundry change. It's only a dollar fifty. Listen, but part of my wife's business, we deal with a lot of change. That's right. And, and right now, the change business. This is, uh, well, it was for during the pandemic. It was, like, tough to get quarters and things like yeah. that. And, see, I always go back to old school pro wrestling where when they'd want to knock somebody out, they'd put the roll of quarters in someone's hand. So when they kind of hit them with a working punch, they could snap the thing of quarters. The quarters would go all over the ring. And But if you really hit someone with a roll of quarters, you will knock them out. Wait, are we talking about a, a roll this. of – wait, it, it's not oh, a, a brass – it's not brass no. knuckles. So you, you, all you, if you really – if you I feel like you would break a finger. If you really, it all depends on where you put it. If you put it up in the top or upper part of your fingers, yeah. you're going to break them. If you put them right in the middle of your palm and then wrap around it, now you've turned your fist into a brick. I still think I'm breaking something. That seems uh, no. that seems pretty dangerous. You wouldn't trust my feel on this to know where to <laughs> no, put the roll no, of quarters no. to be able to save your I'm, hand? I'm assuming you have done this before. I, those documents are sealed, friend. <laughs> really? This is like, I, Wait, I, I, you, don't, you don't strike me as like a violent person, but oh, I have no, a feeling no, no. you had a violent past. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. When I was young. But again, I was in college. I never drank. And then there'd be like an off whatever incident and they would be like, so you were the sober one? Yeah, like, that's yeah. what I don't get. So, like, usually the stupid things are done by the s- stupid drunk athletes, not the sober ones that are supposed to be, like, the designated driver. I'm a changed man. <laughs> that's, that's amazing. I've evolved. Yeah, I guess so. Well, that's you also, impressive. I'm just saying that you learn, uh, but I'm telling you, the whole roll of quarters thing, yeah. like, I used to think it was a joke. And they said, don't do this at home, kids. You no, know, one of my uncles was like, no, it works. Here's what you got to do. And I'm like, all right, thanks, Uncle Pete. I've never, I never would have thought to do that. Yep. I've heard of a guy take a cue ball before. Oh, you can't even, that, you can't even but you close. Can't grip it, you that, can't, like, that would hurt. I feel like that was a made-up story. That just, was like a, that was a like a, a pregame speech. Yeah, you're better throwing the cue ball than you would be yeah, putting it in your you hand, go. hitting someone with it. Then again, if you're also getting it on in a pool hall, just grab a stick because you're gonna need it. Yeah, but you're not Steven Seagal. No, I'm not. To no, <laughs> whipping that thing around. No, you're doing it to get the hell out of there. <laughs> Or you're using it to break a window to jump out. Let's be smart now. All right, before we get in real trouble, giving everybody all this stuff, uh, what do you make of the Patriots canceling media availability today? So um, I don't like it, personally. Um, And I'm just going to piggyback on what uh, Tommy Kearns told us yesterday. Like, As far as someone who's really qualified, more qualified than anybody else in this league, I think it's Bill Belichick. So I, not that he needs to, not that it, it's not his team, uh, but I feel like there's a guy that I would like to hear from, right? So they don't talk yesterday because he's not supposed to. Uh, he talked Monday because, you know, the, the, the game was Monday night. So you're thinking that this is the first opportunity you're, you're going to get to hear from Bill. Mm-hmm. And I think his voice would be the one that you would be hearing. And it wouldn't be gotcha moments that you've seen lately with a lot of these guys, you know, ah, tell us what you can do on this, and he just avoids it. I think he would be really, I don't know, I think it would be a really strong message that you would hear from him. Not that he won't give it. You'll get it tomorrow now. But right. I feel like, uh, I don't know. I don't know what the unique set of circumstances are for him. So, no, I feel like he should have said, no, I'm good. I can speak. 
Uh, M Smoker thirty seven in the uh, Twitch chat, twitch.tv slash Boston WEI. It's out of respect for the Bills. Mm. Anybody I, else? Well, I'm I'm with you. I know what road you're going down, which is there. But hell, we had Mike Tomlin. He talked about it yesterday. Now he has a personal relationship yeah. with Demar Hamlin. But um, the voice of Bill Belichick when it comes to NFL head coaches. Um, he's the guy that when he speaks in those meetings, all the other head coaches like physically turn yeah. around to look at him to see what he's going to say. And I think you make a great point, which is the it's not going to be like the official record of speaking for all the head coaches, but no one has seen more in this game than Bill Absolutely. Belichick. Yeah. And that's the guy you're waiting to hear from. And I, it's nice to think that it would be respect for the Bills. But on, you know, you know, we've also all got jobs to do as well. Bill, final week of the regular season, unique circumstances. I think that's what it is. It's the whole he's going to have to talk about or be asked about how do you prepare for a team where you don't know where their minds are at. And he can't just do the, well, you have to go ask them. That and, won't fly in this situation, and I I'm, don't think. And I'm curious to know. Sometimes Bill like doesn't he? Just, it doesn't matter. He's not going to answer. But I. But if you sometimes I feel like there's some questions that are planted, and you know because he wants to talk about this. Mm-hmm. Ask me this, and then he goes on and on, and you can tell he wants to talk about it. Oh, thanks for that question. And then he, the, you see the transcript, like it's like a whole thing. It's not like talk about the punter. That's him just that's him just like taking up time, right? That's him filibustering when he gets the right question yeah, to gobble know. up five minutes. I don't know. I feel like this is some I mean, so what would you ask him? You're not gonna talk about that. What would you ask him? So I'm sitting there go, okay, what can he say? He's not gonna say thoughts and prayers. Well, no, I mean, he's gonna talk about the dangers of the game. He's gonna <laughs> talk about what? I think it is the way I would want to approach it would be you have been in this you've been in professional football not football professional football since 1975 how do you put into context what we saw monday night because he was around when they were running on the field with you know the 1941 army battalion bags with a little red cross exactly literally like it's looking like those old school lunch boxes i there is a lot of sort of behind the scenes perspective that i think bill belichick could enlighten everyone to without offending anybody and while speaking on how the league has advanced what was the name earlier from the guy from the bills was it i can't think think it's smith but was it the linebackers reggie brown was the linebacker i think it was when you're talking about yeah reggie brown 1997 even in 1997 it was Oh, my God. Well, we're going to scrape them up. We're going to put them in the ambulance, and we're going to go play. I would love to hear how from 1975, when Bill first walked into the league when it was barbaric, to then a moment like that, to then a moment like we saw on Monday, there's really no one in the league right now, very few. You might be able to find some guys who have been around who have seen the evolution of all of this, not only as a game, as a society, sensibilities, dealing with players, things like that. There's a lot there that Bill could talk about. So for me, I would just try to open the door and sort of see where he takes it because let's be real. A lot of times when Bill Belichick speaks, people don't want to hear it. But you know what people are waiting for? To hear Bill Belichick talk about this. Yeah, and I would think... In any sort of crisis situation, I would think Bill would be the one I would want to stand on a chair and say, okay, stop panicking, right? 
He wouldn't he would be, be there's the guy. nothing to see, no, but he would yeah. be the one to be like, calm down, yeah. everybody. Then I do, and I think everyone would be And like, everyone would stop and look and be he like. Knows, he knows what he's doing. He knows what he's doing. Yeah, even or, though, or you yeah. give him the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> yeah. Well, eh, doesn't make sense, but I'm going to follow him. <laughs> right. Exactly right. Yeah, I think, I think I'm going to be safer with him, right, as opposed to following, you know, Mike McDaniel. You know, or, you know, you're going to run Pete behind, Carroll, you're gonna run behind Sean McVay, you know? No, like, no. It's just playing the odds. Well, the, the computer says that we should go this way. Oh, that's no, true. I'm going to still go this way. Brand, but who would you prove? Who'd Brandon you Staley would wait for the analytics yeah. on Hamlin yeah. before he spoke on it. Yeah, you know what? We don't, listen, we don't have a lot of time. Okay, wait. Well, hold on. It's it's printing out right now. It's printing out, but boom. Sorry, too late. Printer, oh, ran out of ink. Sorry. Sorry I can't give you it's, an answer. It's saying that it can't fi- reload. <laughs> what? I need what paper? Oh, I can't do this. I don't have. Where's Shaq when you need him? I Listen, it's, I'm not being critical of him because I feel like maybe there is some, you know, empathy for their situation, which I'm sure. But I just feel like, listen, if he has the opportunity to be the first one to speak, I think people would like to hear him. I feel like that would be the question. Yeah. The first question. And then just get out of the way. Yep, and then let him do his thing. Yeah. Because he might give you five great minutes on it. I think he would, absolutely. He could also give you 30 seconds. But you got to open the door. Which one do you think would be more, though? I See, I think he'd be more five minutes. Oh, I think so, too. Yeah. I think I think there's a lot of... 30 seconds, he'd be ripped for 30 seconds. I would I would kind of think so. And if 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 they are using this, because there are a lot of us who've been around to be like, okay, Bill's, you know, he, the NFL isn't going to bust his balls for not talking today. You know what I mean? There's yeah. the whole pattern that you're supposed to follow in terms of media availability this is one where the nfl is probably going to let him slide and he mm-hmm. knows that yeah so it's another day i don't have to talk to these yeah. idiots in his world but hopefully he will have a thoughtful response whenever bill does so speak. that'll be tomorrow i'm sure yep and then of course on friday they gotta, they gotta talk eventually well patriots friday i know that if, if Jalen mills is upright maybe we get the green goblin again we've had adrian phillips I know we're going to get to talk. We asked Judon and Hunter Henry yeah. as well. So maybe after a couple days to think about it, we'll get an interesting response on Friday, on Patriots Friday with uh, whichever Patriots uh, we get a chance to talk to. By the way, folks, if you have not asked your smart speaker to play 93.7 WEI, then what are you waiting for? It's super easy. All you got to do is uh, tell your uh, smart speaker. 617-779-7937. Andy Hart coming up next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Now, back to the guys. Gresh and Fourier on WEEI. Oh boy, another another song that doesn't have any words for Fourier. Look out! It has words. It's just a matter of when. That is true. Turner. I know what I think I'm going to have to do. Oh boy, what? I'm going to create a playlist for you. If you insist. I, I am. Do you? Have, why are you looking at me like that's such a problem? Like you have a problem with that? No, I'm just trying to get to Andy Hart. Who He's is now, right there. Because Andy Hart will be telling you to put Fogelberg in there. We went through that during the holiday. Dan Fogelberg is like oh. his favorite Christmas song. Oh, okay. All right. Well, it's not Christmas anymore, so. Conversation with Andy Hart presented by McFarland Energy, where they provide the most dependable home heating oil delivery and HVAC service, including Lennox Heating and Cooling Systems. Learn more at McFarlandEnergy.com. Hello. There he is. Andy Hart of WEI.com. He's also with us on Twitch as well. Hart, how are you? So day two is the answer to when you two started fighting. You're bickering over. We haven't uh, even rejoiners. scratched the surface yet. <laughs> <laughs> even, we haven't even touched it yet. <laughs> Both of us are being real polite. <laughs> no, yeah, do your playlist. What? I just you know, you're mocking everything, every idea that I have, Andy. He's mocking. What? I didn't do this with Keith. You know, <laughs> yeah, blah. Oh. I know how many times I've heard that. Keith never did this to me. That's why I've heard like ten times. Oh. Oh, he world. knew. He knew what he knew what ATS was. Yeah. I know what ATS is. Yeah, ATS stolen from somebody. <laughs> then again, every time Andy Hart uh, would make a correct pick yeah. in a parlay where the other three missed, he would say, "I hit my parlay." Yeah, so He's very selfish. selfish. We're yep. getting. We're. Uh, we'll. Uh, we'll get everybody educated on the gambling. Andy Hart, what do you make of Bill Belichick and crew not speaking today? Uh, I think it's the right move, first of all. Uh, I think it's the respectful move, and I think it points toward the still uncertain uh, nature of the Patriots-Bills game, the weekend, and and everything that's going on. You don't want to, in my opinion, you don't want to go hold your Wednesday press conference where, yes, you're going to reflect on Hamlin's situation and the Bills, but then what happens when people start asking football questions? Are you being disrespectful if you start talking about matchups and how to stop Josh Allen I just think it's a weird world of uncertainty right now and I think it's very much understandable like I even thought you know the the Mike Tomlin clip that made the rounds yesterday where he was talking about his relationship with Hamlin you know being a pit guy they share a facility all of that and then maybe the second question he said okay does anybody have any questions about this week's matchup if you do that in your Bill Belichick and the matchup is the Bills I think it's just feels dirty distasteful so i absolutely think it's the right thing to do to just sort of hold off and see wait until you know what the landscape is moving forward before you start to talk and before you get because we we saw with skip bayless i personally don't believe what skip bayless said was overly disrespectful the timing may have been poor but you know we're in a world where they're going to pounce on you if if people in the public perceive that you were disrespectful or did something you shouldn't so when it comes to the buffalo bills and those players like what do you think needs to happen for them to, I guess 
I guess, to be reengaged with this game that is important, right? It's not Nothing's yep. been decided yet. It's still a big game. Yeah, I, I think the key here is information, and I think the key here is some status <laughs> updates. Now, we've gotten some information in the last 12 to 15 hours from his family, from his uncle, that things are trending in a positive direction. You know, ESPN reports that his oxygen levels are better, and things are in certain numbers they didn't they weren't specific but certain readings were what the doctors wanted to see as we get into the second 24 hours post um post catastrophe here or, or dramatic incident so i think if you're a bills player fan co- you you want to know how your teammates doing and, and best case scenario you get word that he's conscious he's you know talking to people like things of that nature some certainty to know what you're dealing with and that maybe you're out of the worst fears area not that you'd be home free and everything's back to normal or anything like that but i just think some positive information coming out of cincinnati coming out of the reports of how demar hamlin's health is i think that would help the players at least try to compartmentalize now i'm i'm a believer that they're not everybody you're not going to get unanimity across a team 50 plus players some are not going to want to play Sunday, regardless of what happens. Even if he's healthy and walking around come Friday or Saturday. Like, I just think, so Sean McDermott and the Bills are going to have to piece it together. But the more positive information they can get, I think, would inv- advance the process. Uh, as you look at the Bills, are you worried about them in terms of mentality, being ready to play this game? You mentioned there will be dudes in that locker room who will be like, hey, saddle up and ride. I need to play. Fourier and I yesterday, Hart, were talking about imagine being two or three catches away from a bonus, and now you might only play 16 games versus 17 during the regular season, and guys are going to, you know, be in business for themselves as where, but, or as well, excuse me. But if you're the Bills, how do you kind of wrap your head around the job you need to do on Sunday? And if you're Sean McDermott, do you have to be worried your team is not going to be ready to do so? Absolutely. And not just your team, but as I said, individual players or groupings or friends or however the, the, the roster is broken down. I, I, I continue to say the lasting image for, for me of this incident is Josh Allen's face. Josh Allen's face, I thought, told the story the other night like he had seen a ghost. I, I thought as soon as I saw his face, that guy can't play a football game tonight. That guy can't continue. When do you wipe away those feelings for Josh Allen and others of what they saw in the football field? That's not going to be the same for everyone. So, you know, you have to be, you know, even the image of Stefan Diggs, when I guess they were still thinking they might play a football game trying to rally the team, you have to be really careful if you're Sean McDermott and you're these coaches and you're these leaders to not lose people. You know, you may be trying to motivate, you may be trying to persuade or say the right things, but I think if you say the wrong things, the damage will be doubled and could be irreparable. So, it's a really challenging situation because, as I said, it'd be one thing if you're a, a basketball team and you're trying to get five, eight, ten guys on the same page. This is 50-plus guys plus coaches and all of that and, and family members. I think that's another aspect of this that we don't necessarily consider. It's not just, in my mind, convincing a player you should be back on the field. This is your job. You know the risk. Whatever. That player has a wife children mother father that is seeing certain things and has certain fears that they need to convince their family members that this is the right thing to do or this is what they need to do so 
the layers to this and the uniqueness to this situation are just immeasurable at this point. So we're talking to Andy Hart, and Andy, usually on a Wednesday, you you get your first kind of like breakdown of what's going to happen and how things are going to play out. Have you even looked at the last game and how it could relate to this game and what advantage you may have and what you need to do different and what the Patriots like what did, what opportunities await them? Have you ever even begun to dug into that? No, because dig into it, that. Sorry. It, it just feels disrespectful. Like, I continue to say that. I I haven't really been tweeting. Like, I haven't, and I know a lot of people were tweeting prayers and things, and I don't know Would how Would you like I to feel. pray right now? Uh, no, because I'm not really a prayer. I don't I don't really do that. It's not part of my regular life. Do I have thoughts for DeMar Hamlin and his family? Obviously, as a, as a parent, as a, as a brother, you have these thoughts. But I have been hesitant to just sort of go business as usual like we have a job to do we have to talk sports we have to break down oh josh allen versus a banged up patriots secondary i just it's not really the time for that that time will come it almost feels like both as media and even to some degree as players and teams if they play one o'clock sunday it's almost like wing it just get out there and wing it whether you're the broadcaster you're the analyst whether you're the players let's just do our fundamental stuff we didn't game plan let's just go play if we actually have to play this game and that's it is just it's different. It's not your traditional matchup. It's not, okay, Wednesday we talk about this and Bill monologues about how good Josh Allen is. We're, we're not there yet. And this is, I mean, when you, you know when these issues reach, this is national news. This isn't a football story. This is a world story. This is a human story. And, and the more you learn about it, the more, I mean, Christian, for example, you have a son. Have you talked to your son about this? Like, there's well, football all the players. Kids. Well, forget about it. Just all of them. But I mean, like, like I have a son who plays football. This is an issue for him right, right. now. Right. Like, we were watching live, and he was shook up. I could tell. He's not a kid that's going to talk a lot, but he was shook up. And I was shook up watching as a parent because we we are accustomed to seeing certain things, and this was nothing like what we're accustomed to seeing on a football field. So, um, yeah, to just sort of transition and say, well, you know, Quandre Mosley doesn't match up well with Stephon Diggs. I don't know that we're at that point in the process. Well, so do you think that this do – do, are you convinced that this game is going to happen on Sunday? I am not. I am not really? convinced this game will – no. Uh, do I think it probably will? Yes. But I also think this is a sign. The fact that the Patriots did cancel or postpone their media availability is an indication things are still sort of in the air. For example, when people were wondering if the Bengals and Bills were going to resume play, I didn't think there was a shot in hell. Why? Because the Bills got on a plane and went home. I thought that was your sign. We're not playing this week. We're not getting back on a plane and then playing Wednesday or Thursday. Like, I thought that was a clear indication they weren't playing that. And the fact that the Patriots didn't do media today, canceled at the last minute, to me is an indication that I don't think there is certainty that we're working toward a game. But the NFL has a lot of balls in the air. Like, all these various take away the bye week before the Super Bowl and, you know, different weekends of AFC, NFC playoffs if you bump things back and the Bengals and there's just a lot of balls in the air, and I'm I'm not 100% convinced this game will take place now. It feels like, Hart, that the NFL is hoping that the wins and losses go a certain way so that way the NFL doesn't have to revisit the Bills-Cincinnati game. Do you think that's kind of the short-term plan here from the league that finds ways to screw things up pretty quickly? Yeah, and they do find ways to screw things up. I have been hesitant to be overly critical of them other than – Troy Vincent's adamant, well, we never talked about a five-minute warm-up and return to play. I think that's BS. Don't be so definitive. I think people on the field were doing what they normally do. 
and that was a five-minute warm-up return to play. This was extenuating circumstances. You made the right decision, whatever. But, you know, just be just be human beings, Roger Goodell, Troy Vincent, everybody. But, yeah, I think, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, I think the way it would work is if you if you look at it and say the Chiefs win, they take the number one seed, then the Bills don't even really have to play. They can be the two seed. They could forfeit the last game. And basically, Bills-Patriots would be the a week later. They'd still play. It would just be the wild card matchup, seven versus two. And I think maybe that's the best case scenario. Can, if the, falls into can play. the NFL deal with that? A team getting into the playoffs on a forfeit. Um, in this situation, I think you have to. And and honestly, the Patriots mm. could have lost the game and still backed their way in. True. There was that scenario where the three it's, other still there. teams lose. But yeah. if the Bills uh, also won two, they'd be the number one seed. Right. And but I I don't know that. Can you make it equitable and fair? Like, no. oh, is that something we're just going to have to realize? Because you know, for you, you and I were talking yesterday about, well, you know, if you're Baltimore and Cincinnati now, that would have been for a division title. So now, what does it do to that matchup and this matchup? And right. maybe a part of the flaw is it just isn't going to be fair, and the NFL's got to do the best they can. Well, to to just to add to this, Andy, so. I mean, is it a we're all in this together type of thing? Like this whole like, you know, shrapnel effect where let's all kind of NFL community this up. You know, let's forget about our own selfish ambition and all realize that, well, you know what? Based on these new circumstances, we're all going to have to adjust. Yes, I I do think that. I mean, it's a little disingenuous and I know this is just a visual, but you know how you have all the teams change their social media handles to a singular uh, graphic to support DeMar Hamlin. It's a little disingenuous to do that and then be fighting behind the scenes. Like, no, we're getting screwed. We, we should be fighting for this or we should be getting this buy or this home. Like, I think that's a little disingenuous. I think this is a legitimate, we're a fraternity. This isn't really ideal for anybody, but this is bigger than seeding and wins and see, losses. See, this would be amazing to me if this is what happens, Andy, because millionaires, billionaires, they're very particular about their money and their yep. bottom line and and even if you're a team that, you know, to like the players' incentives and coaches' incentives, and the, I feel like this would be really one of the most remarkable things ever to happen in professional sports ever in the and world. It, it'd be if nice. they all agree to this. Yeah, it'd be nice. It'd be it'd be heartwarming. It would it would bring a little um peace or or what a comfort to yeah, people can put you know, business second and lives first and humanity first. And I'm not saying it's easy. Because the other the thing that complicates this is the Chiefs are included because you know they're in the mix. But Bills Bengals are two teams who have never won a Super Bowl and are competing, vying for a Super Bowl, competing, vying for seeding to go to a Super Bowl to make the path. Like that alters not just your business, but your narrative, your franchise, your history. If you can get to and win a Super Bowl, and that's what you might be asking someone to kind of take a back seat to to make a decision that isn't in the best interest of your team competing for its first Super Bowl and the glory and the money and the history that comes with that but also we all saw something Monday night that was that was different that changes things and I think hopefully that perspective um, brings the capability for all involved to make the best decision for all involved. All right, so you can read Andy Hart at WEEI.com, but what you will not get at WEEI.com is an answer to this question for those of you in particular that are watching on Twitch. Uh And you could see Andy Hart's face 
Did you get hit in the face with a football and instead of your glasses breaking, you got a black eye? <laughs> what is going on? Did you get in a car wreck? <laughs> yeah. No, I have good hands. I would have caught the ball. Um, <laughs> uh, no, I was wrestling with my dog on the floor. My dog headbutted me. Dog? Yeah. What, what kind, kind of dog? dog? Yeah. What kind of dog? <laughs> a, a little golden retriever. A oh, little golden retriever? Wait, wait a little. Hold on. Wait a minute. Is it a puppy? How, I have a go- how old your golden? He's almost a year old, but he's definitely the runt of the litter. He's little, but he's got a hard head. He's got a very oh, hard yeah. head. Oh, yeah. You know what it is? A golden's because I have one. I love my golden retriever more than most people that I know in my life. Yep. Goldens have the little points on their head yeah. where if they get you so in the wrong labs. spot, yep. they'll de- you can get you can get crowned real easy. And it happened, and as soon as it hit, I was like, oh, that's going to leave a mark. And then I woke up the next morning, and indeed, it left a mark. C4A, I thought there was a youth game, mm, and Hart finally a, went over the line. A yeah, ref punched me in the face. And somebody, some ref went, shut up! And I gave him the backhand. I, I, did have a ref, I did have a ref stare me down at Brockton High School yesterday when he was doing a terrible job, and he called a foul, and I go, hey, it works, and he just <laughs> stared me down. <laughs> You got this reputation now. Your poor, oh, yeah. your poor kids. They're the ones that are going to suffer because of this. They're going to take it out on them. They're going to take it out on your kids. Yeah, these hardo refs, guys. You know what you should do. Back. You need to infiltrate the whole ref system and become a ref yourself. He is I'm going what, to. That's the plan. Kids, really. Once, once my out. kids are out, damn oh, right, I am. You're going to be the worst ref. You're going to be. You're going to be the person that you hate. Why? You will be the ref. You will become the no. person, the ref that you hate. Yeah. No. Can you imagine him, like some other parent, chirping at him the way he chirped at refs? He's going to posture. He's going to like, nope. he's going to mad mug. Oh, yes. No. Yes. I'm going yes. to hear nothing. Ears are going to be blocked. <laughs> I'll hear nothing. I'm just going to focus on my job and officiate it. the game to the best oh. of my ability. And Andy Hart, more than any other referee in the New England region, would have the greatest set of comeback lines ever. <laughs> yeah. A, he's a writer. Yeah. B, he's been on uh, the other side and been right. cussed out by these guys. Well, Don't they, so he can steal and, all the good lines the refs have abs- rolled out in him over the Absolutely. And there's a ref shortage, isn't there? Yes. There's like games are being postponed and changed and moved because they don't have enough refs. That's why I'm going to do my part as a human being and help out for the shortage. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure you'll be for a, uh, I'm sure you'll be, Uh it'll be a charitable endeavor. Yes. You're going out. Yeah. Forget the the $35 that I would normally get for refing this Y game. Is it 35? It's got to be like 150 a game. Uh, It's not quite 150, but a lot of the JVs and varsities are like, 80 for JV, a buck 10 for, for varsity. Yeah. I'm going to go make some good money and I'm not going to, nope, I'm not responding. I'm just going to, you know, chart the game. Take I want to get one of my kids game. in one of the tournaments that he's calling. <laughs> we should all just it go. It would actually be kind of rip him. And just oh, sit there and heckle the hell do. out of him. He would nope, throw us out, though. Oh, yeah. No, I won't. Right not unless you, nope. Not unless you cross a line. Any threats or vulgarities, you crossed a line. Other than that, so oh, if I, I get away with that. that. So if I wait till fourth quarter to just go bare ass, yeah. moon him, and then yeah. get thrown out with about three minutes to go, I can get yeah. through. I can get by through that. That's yeah. easy. No vulgarity and no threats on your life. Exactly. As easy. long as you don't threaten and there's no vulgarities, you can have your fun. Call me short and stupid, <laughs> and stocky, and whatever you want. Whatever oh, you uh, want. And by the way, uh, wrapping up on that note, the 413 heart said, Andy Hot sucks. So you got <laughs> That's your, my guy. There's your guy out uh-huh. there in the uh, 413. Hart, uh, thank you, brother. We appreciate it. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Later. All right. There goes Andy Hart. He is with us each and every Wednesday uh, during the football season. Of course, we have to discuss. Negotiations will have to take place as to whether this uh, football segment will continue out of season with Hart. I think it should. 
Well, I think I think there should just Hart be an was overall our pivot from Bradfoe, so we don't know what the Bradfoe status oh. is. So I that's why yeah. I, I'm going to have to. We're going to have to reestablish like a hierarchy here, as far as I think Andy's good throughout the whole year. I do too, personally. So, I mean, but, but we again, still need Bradfoe. Do we though? Oh yeah, we sure. I think I think, I think we got another baseball guy that's free, and I think we should use. <laughs> I think there's another guy that I am going to champion. I'm already putting his name in rotation. You know what, friend? Yes. And, you uh, nailed it. My bad. I just broke this mic, by the way. No, you didn't. Wait, look. Hold Wait, on. broke the mic? Isn't How did the, you? When, when you're putting stuff together, you should not have like, look at all this stuff. That's oh, that falling fell out. Does I, it? I can fix that for you. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, right, we'll, we'll get to that. There are, well, we have a couple of things that we could hit on. And maybe the one thing that we should hit on is what Andy Hart brought up because yesterday the NFL put out a very curious statement and ESPN said, oh, no, 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 no. You're not putting this on us. We will get to the caper of the five-minute warm-up next. WEI, WEI, New England Sports Original. No matter where you work from these days, take Gresh and Fourier with you on the Odyssey app. Favorite WEI. Alright, so maybe what we need to do so that Christian Fourier can satisfy his needing music with words. He liked that one. I did. You got my sweet spot. So we'll just do a, uh, we'll just do like, hold on, let me make sure I write that. Uh, a uh, Fourier's Friday playlist. How's that? You can spend a couple days, and on Friday you get the playlist. Really? So that, why, why not? What All the right, hell? Look at you. Look at you. Look at how nice he is. See how he's like throwing me a bone. See this? He's so resistant to change. He's it's giving me a little the, bone. It's not the throwing the bone. It's, it's the, a bone. You can you can very easily request three songs a day that have words in it that would. Plus, I don't understand the why you need words to dazzle your ears with music. I don't know. Like, why ask why? <laughs> that was a layup. I don't Did know. Did you ever say that to Belichick? Um, uh, Bill, why do you ask me why? I actually don't think I ever spoke really like chat. No, I spoke to him a lot, <laughs> but I don't think I ever really challenged him. Got it. You know, like I was, you know. Bill, was, why are we doing it this way? Shut up. I think I was real mouthy in like my individual meetings, though. Oh, well, who's your tight ends coach? Uh, Jeff Davidson. Oh, my God. Yeah. And some other guy who I don't remember. Nobody liked him. Well, there you go, right? Fine, yeah, whatever. It didn't, didn't matter. Nobody, we didn't listen to him anyways. That relationship was kind of like Mac with... Uh, with Matt uh, Patricia? Yeah, honestly, God, because we already knew what we were doing. There were a bunch of vets in there. We already won two Super Bowls, and here comes this guy yelling and screaming, telling us to change everything. And nobody wanted to do it, and nobody did it. I was in my old line group in college. I was the guy who would say whatever to the position coach because... No one knew the offense as well as I did because I played all across the board, including him. So he would he would uh, like call a run play for us to do a walkthrough. So if the tight ends threw a right, f- he'd go right three. I'd go four. He'd go right four. Run it. <laughs> so I would always be the one correcting because he would get numbers mixed yeah. up. So I that also left me as the spokesman as well to say, "Come on, Peeve, what are we doing here?" Do you have kind any of thing. old? Do you have any old film? Oh God, yeah. Okay, we're you know what I have. You know what I have. We're gonna have to all twenty-two your Hold football on. tape. You know what I have? Yeah, because I found it the uh-huh. other day. 
So back in the archaic days when you and I were like getting <laughs> recruited, you needed like a 2.0 GPA with a 700 to SAT. Play. Just to play. Yeah, right? just to, to get, get accepted, in. to get in. Yeah. And I, you either filled out questionnaires or some people now put their stuff on DVD. I have my old VHS tapes that I mass produced that I used to send out. So what I was sending out to people to get recruited, <laughs> I actually have that VHS. And it's like one of the first games of my senior year where I was running this team over so bad, they changed their defense so no one lined up over me. And because it was a bunch of little kids, 160 pounders in Rhode Island, for God's sake. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, I found this thing and me kicking. Oh, my God. You'll lose Wait, your you were mind. the kicker? Dude, I was a third team. Right, so I was third team all league kicker. We are 100%. <laughs> what we are going to do. I we can't are do going it anymore. To... Don't, don't. Get, oh, I ain't doing no yeah. contest. I'm not getting my face busted. <laughs> know, don't sign me up you. to kick field goals. Yeah, well, what I have gonna, no more square-toed shoe. We I'm are done. we are going I am going to all 22 your tape. We're going to we're going to do with your tape what we do with Mac and all these other we, that oh, is what we're going to do. Maybe I'm going to we're going to put I'm going to put you on the big screen and we're going to we're gonna get the little laser pointer. 280 to actually yes. two, 290 pounds. Wait, that was high then. school? Oh yeah, I was two. What I was, was college? Uh, three oh five with a thirty-five inch waist, brother. Oh, Jesus, I looked like Hulk Hogan. No, Golly. I didn't. I wasn't ripped. I was just a big mass of meat. Just okay, run. You know how it is. Yes, but you you play with a lot of guys that are just like. You remember Russ Hoekstein? Yeah, he was I just know like Russ. one of the widest shoulders. He was just a mass. Yeah. He was just like boom, and yeah. that was it. The only school that he could ever go to, if you were, if you're gonna take a person and like and just buy a picture, show like and have them represent that school, it's Russ with Nebraska, maybe Iowa. Oh, maybe Iowa. The corn-fed Iowa yeah, kids. Yeah, yeah. Or it's, it's, but not Iowa State because nobody likes to go to Ames, Iowa. But no, it's either Iowa. University of Iowa or Nebraska. I went there on a recruiting trip, Ames, Iowa. Oof. It is. It's. It takes forever to get there, it feels it like. It is. Te- it's a terrible city. How There's that guy, was it Matt Campbell still the coach yeah, out there? How know. he gets players, I, know. I have no idea. I have, I have no idea why he stays there. It's the worst. It's one of the worst. I mean, I, that's me. I'm, I mean, I went to Boulder. No, you would so. think that he would. Uh, you would think, think that he would. Somebody had snatched him up by a now. A better Power 5 job. Why not? Right. So, I don't well, know. Well, I don't know. College football minute. I'm going to guess $5 million in uh, Ames, Iowa goes a long way. True. <laughs> right? A lot of those college towns. Uh, $11.5 million for Ames, uh, Saban Iowa. and Tuscaloosa. I wonder what the medium home price is in Ames. I, I'm going to guess. I don't know. You guys look it up. I'm going to guess. If you looked on Zillow, Ames, Iowa. I'm gonna say the medium home price in Ames, Iowa, is probably 175. Is what I would go with. 246 to 61, according okay. to Zillow. All right, but it's gone up seven. Oh my and god, there's your picture. Holy crap! Yeah. Oh my god. That was, so there you go. I can't believe Twitch actually had a picture. That That's is pretty a, good. See, this is why I like Twitch. You gotta, you gotta get into Twitch, man. Twitch is great. I'm all over Twitch. I just don't need to stare at myself like you. I know, but you get. This is the benefit of Twitch. Like they yeah, give you yeah. a real time picture, so you're watching on that Twitch, jersey you I a- have hanging in my house with the old Yankee conference patch. On really? Because it. it then turned into the A10 and all that. Okay, and, and yeah, that's yeah. URI. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. No, no, that was in. Wow, I had no idea the Chicken Nick had that. Now I wonder what else he has. You know whose son is going to URI? Who's that? I think Logan's son, Logan Mankin's son. Is oh, really? URI. Well, yeah. that coach Jim Fleming down there yeah. does a good job. He was the D coordinator. That. Somebody co- confirm that for me. We'll have to look at you. <laughs> Hey, plebes, you guys in there, you don't have enough to do. I'm looking at Billy's, myself. Billy's trying to eat your, uh, yeah, you're admiring yourself and ordering everybody around to look things up for you. 
You got a you got a computer in front of you. You can Google it. I'm for talking. I can't tweet and type at the same time. First of all, I can't type. It's what? Thing. I'm taking typing lessons. Are right you now. a college graduate? I'm taking typing lessons right now as we speak. Are you I a college me, graduate? Do you, want to, do you want me to show you? Okay, when we break, I will show you. <laughs> My I'm people, like, when we break, we break. No, no, sorry, he is having to URI. He's going to URI. Yeah, no, good player. Good. Um. I will show you the little computer program typing class that I'm taking. You're gonna you're gonna lose it. So you're just pecking like a chicken? I search and peck. Come on. What? I had like people type my papers in college. True story. I never typed a paper in Oh, oh Russ is actually typed he's texting me right now. I never did He them. said Russ actually said never compare me, never compare a husker. To, to a, a Hawkeye. Hawkeye. <laughs> of course. It's not the, uh, hey, you were a massive human being no. or anything like that. We called him a large O. He's like, no, 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 no. Don't you dare call me a Hawkeye. Oh, man. Hayden Fry can F off. Yeah. yeah. Google it, kids, if you don't know who Hayden Fry is. I'm oh going to pull that up. I'm going to pull that up. I know we didn't get to any of the things we wanted to, but uh, who do we got coming up at? Uh, uh, we have Sal Capaccio, oh, yeah. Bill Sideline yep. guy, coming up at uh, 120. But there is the story of ESPN pushing back on the NFL and why the NFL is like the monarchy from the mind of Christian Foyer. That's next. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.